Welcome to the Creatives on Fire show, a podcast for writers, storytellers, and anyone who creates for a living or a passion project. I'm Nadine Tomlinson, your host. Join me as I speak with seasoned creators and professionals who will share their experience, tips, and strategies to help you unlock your creativity, create the thing you've been thinking about, and keep that creative fire burning. Today, my guest is a super talented creative. She's Magda Ayuk, a poet, an artist, a self-care and financial literacy advocate, and a journalist. Spirituality, race, gender, and love are usually the main themes in her works. Magda started writing professionally when she was 18. Her academic background in English literature and translation led her to start an online translation business when she was 25. Two years later, when its initial success waned, she moved to Korea to teach English. She started writing poetry again and used her Instagram page to promote her writing. Over time, her Instagram platform grew and it now stands at over 26,000 followers. In April this year, she released Bluebird, her first poetry collection, and she finished a second in May. Hi, Magda. Hi. It's so good to have you on, on the show. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes. So I find your your entire journey fascinating. And I want to start our discussion at the point when you moved to Korea because it signaled a huge transition in your life. Uh, what was it like living there? At first, it was oh, it was bittersweet. I missed my family a lot. Um, I remember being on the plane from LA to to Seoul, basically, and just realizing that from now on it was just me, mm-hmm. and I was like holding back tears. So it was it was rough at first, yes. getting used to being by myself. But I did make a lot of friends and I got to travel around Asia and it was just such a great experience. I did a lot of different creative things when I was there, like burlesque and theater. Mm. So overall, I'm, I'm so happy I made that decision to move. How long did it take you to adjust to, to life there? Um, hmm. Well, I would say, like, I made friends in around November. I moved there in August, Mm -hmm. and from August to November, it was basically just me. Like, I would take myself out. I would go to vegan restaurants and just read or write. Mm -hmm. So I was still enjoying myself, but when I started making friends, it was a whole different experience for me. Yeah. So it sounded like you adapted pretty pretty quickly. (laughs) Yeah, I would I would say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um was there I I know that you have a background in translation. Um did you know the language before 
or or did you was that was that a steep learning curve well i still don't know the language (laughs) 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 but i i know how to read i know how to read korean but i i can't speak it like i know certain words i can get by but i was living in seoul Mm -hmm. so in seoul you can get by on just english oh yeah you 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 really can and this like you can use Google Translate and body language is everything. Mm-hmm. Like it's surprising to me how much you can communicate with another person who doesn't even speak your language, but just because of your gestures and they, <laughs> like they, you guys can actually understand each other. Yes. So are there any like no-nos, you know, like things that you're not supposed to do culturally? You you mentioned like gestures. So is there are are there any things that you know uh, like like a foreigner should 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 know beforehand you know like not to do um well i would say like respect your elders that's a big thing mm-hmm. um a lot of times the older people there they they can shove you out of the way <laughs> like what? they can literally <laughs> shove you like i've been shoved numerous times wow. okay. <laughs> okay um like if you're in their way like because the metro gets so packed Yes. And if you're in their way, they don't have any, there's no problem for them for them to just like shove you out of the way. And you just have to accept it okay. <laughs> and just roll with it. I see. That, that's good to know. <laughs> so, so while you were there, you, you taught story, storytelling, right? Well, I would say general English, but I did focus on storytelling mm-hmm. uh, for certain uh, classes. Okay. Uh, so what was the most important lesson that, that you learned from that, from, from that teaching experience? Okay. Well, when you're teaching kids, you, you realize how free kids are compared to adults. And I think we should all move towards that. You know, a lot of times when you're creating, you censor yourself because you have a fear of what other people are going to think or you're judging yourself. So being around children really taught me that there's no box that you can do whatever you want to do and just be Mm. free with it and just edit yourself later but never not do something because of fear i i like that and you know children they're they're so creative they're not afraid to color outside the lines um they see the world um I think they look at the world in a sense of wonder. And I I think as adults, we we lost that. So I think Mm -hmm. they're great teachers on how to explore your creativity and how to to just let it flow and and let it grow. Yeah. Right, right. And um, I, I have to say, Magda, that I love the way that you tell stories um on on instagram you know you your your creativity there just continues to blow just continues to blow me away um so you know i can see that you took you know that that knowledge and that experience of of teaching storytelling and and creativity you 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 know you brought that um onto your platform what i'd like to know is what's your strategy for the way in which you tell stories on Instagram and, and through your poetry? Okay. Well, when I sit down and write, I, I want to like what I'm writing, basically. Like, I just write freely. Mm-hmm. And I do like to add some humor. 
I do like using words. Like, you know when you're writing and there's a word choice that would be the obvious pick? Yes. I try to steer away from, from doing that. Mm. I love when my writing can make someone giggle. Because I'm a person who loves to laugh. So I think for me, it's just traveling different routes. That's my strategy. Okay. Um, you mean different different directions in how you express yourself? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Not going for um, the, the word choice, for example, that would be expected. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Not going for the obvious. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. And adding humor. Yes, yes. And um your your Instagram platform, it it you know, it really has been growing and not a lot of people can say that because Instagram has gone through so many changes and even their algorithm now has a lot of people mad because mm-hmm. they're not growing as fast as you know they would want they're not re- they're not reaching their followers like they used to and it can be hard especially for someone who's just joining um you have an, imp- an impressive following how how did you build your your platform okay well i started growing it around four years ago, like when I moved to Korea and when I started posting my my poems, um, it was easier back then. People could actually see your posts. <laughs> like the people who followed oh, you. Oh, yes. Actually, you in, know? In, in chronological order. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So I, I started posting then and now with all the changes, um, the first hour really is important. Uh, Instagram, if a lot of people are engaging with your content in the first hour, Yes. Then they're going to show your content to the rest of your follow- followers. Right. I heard that they only show your your post to like 10% of your followers in the first hour. And depending on how well it performs, then they're going to show it to the rest. Oh. So the first hour, you really have to be engaging with people. When someone comments on your post, like comment back. And also um, engaging with the the Explore page. Now, the Explore page is separated into different categories. We have music, um, arts, uh, beauty. So click on one of those, like depending on what your niche is, and interact with the people in that um, in that group in that category. Oh, I didn't I didn't know that. So that that, that's a great tip. The the Explore page. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's that's interesting, and that helped your 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 platform to grow um over time so that helped like engage engaging with people yeah definitely engaging with people like commenting liking them like finding people with who you share an audience yes and actually forming genuine connections like sending them dms um like just to show appreciation for example not like trying to spam them or like telling them to check out your your content just like, hey, I really like what you posted. I really like what you do. You're really talented, and just be genuine with it and make friends that yeah, way. I, I like that. I, I because I don't like when I get comments like, "Hi, you know, I, th- I, I think your content is great. Um, check out my page." <laughs> you know, I, 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 I don't like that. Or, 
Um, you know, and I like what you, I like what you said about leaving a genuine con- um, comment because you know, put some thought into it. You know, don't just say, um, "Wow, I, 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 wow, love this," and then you just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just leave it at that. You, you know, you know what I mean. Especially if mm-hmm. if you're a first time commenter and when you think when you think about it you know you have to put the social in in social media so it's it, it's more than just you know getting the likes and and the comments you know you really have exactly. to engage um and engage with 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 your followers or like with other persons with whom you share a common interest so so that's mm-hmm. that's great um so I'm, I'm really happy to see that um writers and authors and other creatives they're they're getting on board with with instagram because it's it really is a a great platform in which to get your work out there and to develop your your brand you know Mm -hmm. and um some writers especially some new writers they they might not get that um they they might not get that at first yeah how how can they develop a strategy I know you gave some 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 great tips a while ago, but mm-hmm. how can you know? Is there anything else that they can do to develop a strategy that will that will grow their brand on on Instagram? Okay. Because you know it 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 it's so easy, like for food bloggers, um, for persons in in the beauty industry, for you know the fashion, those in the fashion industry. It, it's pretty it's pretty easy, but for those of us who are writers and authors, you know, artists, you know, whether you're a songwriter or a painter or whatever, it, it, it might not be, you know, we might not be able to command um, a great audience mm-hmm. unless you're, unless you become like a famous author, you know, so yeah. I'm thinking about those who are getting started or even those who have like a tiny following you know, how can they develop a strategy so that they can expand their their brand and and their reach? Okay. You have to figure out what your your goal is. Mm -hmm. What do you want? What exactly do you want to do on social media? Do you is it a book that you're trying to promote? Or are you going to post poems on a regular basis? Like what exactly is your goal? And then you're going to create a strategy around that. The key is creating a community and trying to see your audience as a community, how do you want them to feel while they're checking out your page? How do you want them to feel after, yeah, after they, they've taken in all your content? How do you want them to feel? You have to think about that. Mm. Um, you have to do, there's, it's trial and error as well. Yes. Like post a picture, like just words. Does that get a lot of engagement? Mm-hmm. Or how about a picture a view or a picture of a flower, a picture of nature, whatever, like see what works with um, your audience. And remember that since it's a community, it's about communication. So what's the message and how can they communicate with you? Like that's why for me, I I always post the question. So that gives people like something to think about so they can respond so, yeah, so just see it as a, a conversation and not just you. It's not a monologue. You're not just posting and, and leaving. Mm. And um, besides that, um, 
people, I don't know, people are different. Some people post every day. Some people post three days a week. But I would say to have a schedule, like decide for yourself what is good for you. Yes. Yes. I really like the point that you made about how you decide how you want your audience to feel. Mm-hmm. You know, so once once someone lands on your page, you know, it, it should evoke a certain feeling like, you know, um, whether they want to feel upbeat or maybe they're going for something moody. You know, so I, I, I really, really like that because then that, that will help with how you plan your content, you know, in terms of the visuals, even the colors, you know, th- that sort mm-hmm. of thing. So um, it's not just about, well, as you said, people are different and, you know, th- you know, they, they can decide whether they want to post a picture of their cat or maybe a picture of something they they mm-hmm. ate but then if you really want to develop your your brand then you're really going to have to think seriously about how you want to engage with your audience so you, you know yeah. you're saying um a mood i like i like the point about posing a question because then as you said it'll make them think and engage mm-hmm. you know and um the scheduling the scheduling again yeah, yeah so so those are some some really those are some really good points i'd also like to add that you have to figure out who you are or at least how you want to come across to people yes um give people a chance to get to know you if you have an outside interest apart from the art that you create mm-hmm. you can think about sharing that maybe once a week yes um, like some people alongside uh, being a painter, they're also into food, yes. you know, so they can post a meal that they, that they ate. That's really good. You know, like try to, and Instagram stories, that's really good for that. Ah, yes, yes, yes. So some persons, they might not want to, to um, break with their aesthetic. So then, mm-hmm. you, you know, you, you can post um, other things in, in the stories, um, but I, I, I like that because I've looked at some writers' accounts and in addition to their their writing, they they post little sneak peeks of of their lives and you know, that just shows the the human side of them and it you know, it helps their followers to, to get to get to know them. So yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it it all goes back to how you want to make them feel and um you know the sort of content that that you want to promote, but that's that's great. And the, the stories, they that that is such a great resource. Mm-hmm. You, you know, that's that's just just such a great way of further developing um, one's one's brand. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, what are you what are you working on right now, Magda? I mean, you are so creative you are so talented <laughs> you know a woman of so many gifts what what are you Thank working you. on now right now okay so right now I finished a novel so mm-hmm. I sent it to my editor and she sent it back to me with comments so right now I'm looking over the comments that she made and just making the novel stronger yes so there's that and then I have my music project that I'm working on as well 
um, like I wrote the songs and now it's just like working on the beats with the producers. And so those are the two main things that I'm working on. Uh, for the novel, I'm going to go through uh, traditional publishing. I'm going to try to get a literary agent. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's basically my life right now. My life is going to the gym, working on my novel and working on my music. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to share, I mean, without giving anything away, um, would you like to share a little bit about the the novel, uh, like the genre, you know, just give okay. us just a hint, you know, don't give anything away because <laughs> I know how we writers are, you know, when we, when we get that question. So what's your book mm-hmm. about? And, you know, I, I just feel like, like all the hairs on my body start standing up. <laughs> So don't give anything away, you know, just share just a little bit like the genre and anything else you feel comfortable with sharing. Okay, so it explores love, mm-hmm. but not your traditional love story. Not the, lovey, I not feel, the lovey-dovey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I feel like growing up, I was deceived by Disney and fairy tales oh. <laughs> about what love is <laughs> and what to expect. Yes, yes. <laughs> so I basically wrote a story exploring uh, love through five different couples. And oh. the ending is not going to be a happy one, but you're going to learn something from it. And it explores magic as well. So we have oh. black love. We have magic. We have, uh, like, the couples are from the diaspora, so... There's a lot going on, and I'm really excited to get it out there okay. eventually. <laughs> okay, now I am intrigued. <laughs> I, I am quite intrigued. I, I really like the concept. Um, you. Do you have like a working title for it? Right now, no. I just call it the name of one of my main characters, Victory. So, okay. But I haven't come up with a title yet. Okay, okay. So that's That's cool. I really wish you all the the best with that in terms of getting the agent and you know finding the right publisher thank you Uh, so you mentioned songwriting um is that easy because I I know songs are like poems and yes you are a poet but um I don't know it just strikes me as maybe being a little bit hard when I listen to certain songs like some of my favorite songs um for instance, Evanescence, Amy, Emily, I, I love, I love her, her lyrical style. Mm. Um, you know, it, you know, the, the poetry, it's, it's haunting and it's, it's dark, but you know, yeah. it, it's stemming from her experiences, but it, it just seems not very easy because, you know, poetry is, it's, it's dense and you have to say so much in few words and I know mm-hmm. you I know you have the experience but songwriting and then you have to think of the the rhythm and the beat how difficult or how how easy is it on a scale of one to ten songwriting let's see out I don't I don't find it hard mm. um I find it it's it's so fun for me mm-hmm. I like playing with words yes. and I like I said like I, I, I like adding that humor to it Yes. So if, for me to write, for example, like a love song, I can't write your standard. I can't live without you and all that <laughs> stuff. Like, I can't do that. <laughs> so for me, like writing a love song, I'm going to write it in the sense of, in the style of, okay, tips. This is how you know when someone is for you and this is how you know when they're not for you. Mm. So I'm going to make it 
in that way. Yes, yes. Yeah, so yeah. it's 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 grittier, it's 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 edgier, it's mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's not like this sugary sweet thing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I I I yeah, I I don't like those kind of <laughs> I I don't. Okay, so um a lot of writing a lot of writing going on. Really cool. Really cool. I'm so happy that you're exploring fiction, you know, coming from from poetry. But you know, Magda, mm. um I'm reading <clears throat> Sorry, right now I'm reading a poetry collection. Um, and I have to say, I think that um, writers of um, fiction, you know, whether novelists or short story writers, I, I think that it's so important that that they read poetry if, if they don't already do. Mm-hmm. I think it it can enrich your writing you know the imagery mm-hmm. you know the density it, it teaches you so much you know i'm reading this this woman's poems and it's like i have to reread it reread the same poem like about five times it's so dense it's it's so lush i'm i'm blown mm. away by how she she uses words and i'm saying to myself i i i need to read more poetry mm. i love i love poetry um but like to sit down and read i really have to be in the mood for it you know because yeah. you know f- fiction is my first love but i do have an appreciation of poetry but you know i'm i'm just thinking that wow you know, if you really want to take your fiction writing to the next level, mm-hmm. read poetry. You know, so I said, I said to myself that I need, to, I need to get into that more because I think it can do so much mm-hmm. for my own writing. So you know, you know, um, transitioning into novel writing. I just yeah. know that you know, based on. Um, your your previous experience that um it's 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 really gonna transform your writing even more mm. you know because you you know you know how to use um imagery you you know even the way you say that you don't go for the obvious word choice Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's like you have an an edge there. <laughs> you 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 have you you have an edge there. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I I totally ag- agree with you. Mm-hmm. Like poetry really does help you become a better fiction writer. Yes. Um, I feel like in French writing, it's there. It's very poetic. Like even novels. Yes. It's very poetic, but it's it's different in English. But one thing I will say, like um, African authors mm-hmm. and Caribbean authors as well, I feel like the writing is more poetic mm. than other English writers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes, they do have. They do have. I don't know if it has to do with the language because, um, well, I'm Jamaican, as you know, mm-hmm. and even in 
the way we speak our, our dialect, the patois, it's it's very lyrical. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, us having an African heritage as as well, I, I think I think I think it's something. It's something intrinsic, you know. It's 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 something coming from our ancestors. I get I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I, I get what you're saying because I. The, the Caribbean writers that I have read, um, you know, I keep saying to myself, wow, I, I wish I could write like that. Mm. You know, you think of Lorna Goodison, Olive Senior, you know, so many others. There's just such a cadence or say cadence or cadence to their, there's such a, there's, there's such a rhythm to their, mm. to their writing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. So Magda, I know that you are very imaginative, so I'm gonna I'm going to pose a, a question to you. I'm really intrigued by how you will answer. Um so if it were possible to to live on another planet, which one would you choose and why? Okay, so I would choose Saturn because that's the one um, with in- the, that, that's the one with the rings, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know who did not. So I'll, cho- I'll choose Saturn because uh, in Roman mythology, mm-hmm. there's a god called Saturn, and he's the god of abundance and seeds and wealth. And I could connect with all of that. that so I would choose. Cool. Oh <laughs> I would choose goodness. Saturn for that reason. And also, when I was in Korea, actually, the cl- my classroom was Saturn class. So there's a connection there. Okay, so (laughs) that could not be a coincidence. (laughs) And, you know, we're here for for all the abundance, you know. Mm -hmm. It's it's, it's funny. I I read Greek and Roman mythology a lot when I was growing up. Um, But... I don't think I, you know, read a lot about Saturn. You know, I'm I'm, I'm aware of him, but um, I'm so glad that you mentioned that about mm-hmm. his symbols. Okay, so so that's so cool. Well, Magda, um, you know, you have shared so many um, nuggets of of wisdom with us. So before we close, is there anything special that you would like to tell our listeners? I just want to tell everyone not to give up. Even though some days you really want to and some days you doubt yourself, just keep going. And the you, like two years or even a year from now, will be thanking you. So just keep going, keep creating. Yes, yes. I love that. That is so frameworthy. And where can our listeners find you online? They can find me on Instagram. It's Eruptor. It's E-R-O-C-K-F-O-R. Mm-hmm. I'll say it once again. Yes. E- <laughs> E-R-O-C-K-F-O-R. Eruptor. That's my middle name. Yes. So that's that's a pretty cool name. Um, what does it mean? It's... Okay, so the people who get that name, mm-hmm. they're high priestesses. So my great-grandmother oh. was a high priestess, so that was her name, and I'm named after her. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
That is amazing. A, a rock four. Yes. Okay. Okay. I can see why why you named your Instagram. And I mean, um, listeners, when you when you check out um, Magda's Instagram page, you you will understand because it's like a celebration of 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 um womanhood and woman power it's just it's so beautiful it's so beautiful check it out and give her a follow yes yeah, so we can find you on instagram there um um anywhere else online well i have i do have twitter but i don't really use it much mm-hmm. <laughs> but um on twitter i'm gonna change it to eric for as well okay <laughs> yes <laughs> Yes. Do that right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're, um so that's that's Instagram and um maybe Twitter. Yeah, you know, Instagram you, and Twitter. And Twitter. Okay. Well, Magda, I I thank you so much for all that you have shared. I have learned so much from you and I'm sure that our listeners, you know, especially new writers, new creatives. I'm sure that they gained so much from you today. So heartfelt thanks. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes, It was fun. You're welcome. Thank you. And to our listeners, I appreciate you so much for, for joining us. For details in this episode, you can check out the show notes at nadinetomlinson.com forward slash podcast and please leave a comment please feel free to leave a comment because Magda and I you know we look forward to hearing from you I'll be back next week with a new episode until then remember to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss a thing and as always stay creative and keep that flame alive Thank you.